With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Before we begin, if you like what you hear on Mile High Report Radio Podcast, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and... Go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now it's time to get to work. Adam, before we get into the recap of the Broncos and the Raiders. Uh, as I said in my horse tracks to pay tribute to Floyd Little, Broncos country's heart is aching just two days in to the new year. And that's because of the passing of the franchise, Floyd Little. And you and I are of the belief that there are two important Broncos in the history of the organization. John Elway, Floyd Little. Any list that does not have Floyd Little at number two, isn't a good list, isn't a proper list, and it doesn't do justice to Floyd Little. Because without Floyd Little, there's no John Elway in Denver. Yeah, that's, that's well said. I think that uh, we have we have talked about Floyd Little in the past. Uh, he passed away of a, I guess it's a rare cell cancer uh, that he that he had, and uh, you know, obviously our condolences with the Little family. Um, I, sort of uh, a sad moment for Broncos country in that you're, you're right. He is, he is the franchise that that was his nickname. That's who he was. And there is no doubt. If you talk to older uh, 
fans, people who were around in the 60s and saw him play. We were not fortunate enough to actually see those games. But uh, if you were around, you know that uh, without Floyd Little, you probably don't have a Denver Broncos. There are some team from somewhere else, and maybe the name has changed, and we're probably not even having this conversation. So uh, for all intents and purposes, Floyd Little is is really the reason that everybody who is listening to this is listening to this and probably the reason that you and I are have, you know, having our weekly by, you know, we do it twice a week, you know, with a, during the season, our podcast. So, uh, you know, a lot of respect to him and it, and it's been, uh, it's, it's been a, a rough year. 2020 was rough. I, I, you know, I'm kind of of the opinion that years are years and days are days or whatever, but, uh, to lose Floyd little, we, you, you knew it was coming. It had been announced. He'd been in hospice. And so it was something that was on the horizon, uh, but it was sad. And the other thing I was thinking about it because because of his passing, obviously you see all of these Twitter posts of, of Chadwick Bozeman playing him in the express. And you make that connection as well, losing Chadwick Bozeman, which was which was a big deal in our house. My son loves uh, Black Panther and it's his favorite Marvel character. And so that was a big deal. And uh, then to kind of explain that to him and he kind of, you know, we, we watched uh, uh, this one of the scenes and he said, wow, that was really good. And so uh, really kind of a, kind of a sad sort of thing that took place and just just to remember how important he was to this franchise and to our fandom and he was a player who we never really got a chance to watch play but that's still how important he was that's the impact that he ended up having on the city of Denver on Broncos country on the franchise absolutely because uh I would, one of the one of the joys of my career was when Floyd Little was finally inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2010. I, I talked to Dave Logan about Floyd Little, and Dave Logan grew up in Denver, was a Broncos fan, and he told me he remembers going to games at Old Mile High Stadium, but before that it was Bears Stadium to watch Floyd Little, and it was Dave Logan who told me it's John Elway. And Floyd Little, the two most important Broncos in franchise history, and I, I I get that over the course of time, rivalries change. Like there are the younger fans don't view the Raiders as a rivalry anymore. They they may view the Chiefs. I don't think it's the Patriots anymore, just because Tom Brady isn't there. But it's important to know the history of the organization. And know Floyd Little. Watch Floyd Little. Watch the highlights that the Broncos put out of what he what he ran and what he looked like when he played for the Broncos when he was drafted out of Syracuse in 1967. And I think one of the coolest things that the Broncos did was they recapped his final game as a member of the Denver Broncos in 1975. And to see how important he was, he was carried off the field by the fans. That's a tribute very few people ever get. Now you couldn't do it because they don't let fans onto the stadium for professional games or onto the field. So I, I just it, it, it's important to know that history. And I, whenever I see a list that doesn't have Floyd Little, if you see a top 10 Broncos list or a top five Broncos list, Floyd Little has to be on it. The first two spots are John Elway, Floyd Little. It should always be that way. And if you see one that isn't, it's not accurate and it's not right. Yeah, that's a 
that's a list you can move on from. Uh, I, I guess I guess what we have to do is is uh, move on from this conversation and and uh, and start to talk about recent events, current events that are uh, dealing with this franchise uh, that Floyd. Little... It's actually good news because the season is finally over. I tweeted, you tweeted the, the eighty-four yeah, years gift. Yeah. I like your finally one. That was great. Four years. <laughs> it just. It's been so long, you know, and it's interesting. So I do, I do want to say it is so different. The feeling that we have right now, as compared to where we thought we were going to be at the beginning of the season. And if you think back really hard and I know it's been 84 years, but if you think back really hard to the beginning of the season, even, even before the season started, you, you might remember someone like Colin Cowherd even saying that Drew Locke was the dark horse for the MVP. You might remember feeling like the Broncos were going to challenge the Chiefs and maybe get uh, the number two spot in the AFC West and get into the playoffs. You might remember feeling that way. You might remember having that emotion, you know, sort of in your soul as the Broncos are going to be back. 2020 is going to be the year that they get it figured out. Now, Go ahead and and join us back here in reality at five and eleven, uh, at a uh, a losing season again. You know, for what is it? Four of the last five years are losing seasons. No playoffs in the last five years. Uh, five and eleven is is woof. Is a is a big backwards move from the seven and nine that they were in twenty nineteen when we all thought. The ship is riding. The pendulum is swinging in the right direction. Things are going to get better. <sighs> Sorry, y'all. That didn't happen. Didn't happen. That's what, op- that's what optimism does to us, especially in Broncos country. You know what's frightening? Because everyone listening to this by now hopefully knows the Broncos lost 32-31. The thing that it does, though, is, Cle- is Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns qualifying for the NFL playoffs for the first time in 18 years now means that the Jets have the longest playoff drought in the NFL at 10 years. You know who's second on that list now? The the Denver Broncos? The Denver Broncos. Yes, I got it right. Oh, I didn't I wish I hadn't been right. Yeah, but we I, won I mean, a Super Bowl. That's just that's the thing that, as you said, there was optimism. For the first time, there was optimism. Like we, If you didn't feel optimism, I applaud you because you had foresight. Because I can see just about everyone in Broncos country was optimistic about what this year was going to bring. Yeah. And then 2020 hit. It was, I mean, wow. And All now, right. I, I, it, to me... The thing that's going to ring about this game, I don't, I, I really don't care that the Broncos lost. It probably was in the long run. Let, let's be honest. Let's, let's just call a spade a spade. In the long run, the loss was was better for them than winning. I, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I hate losing to the Raiders just like everybody else. This should, should. I'm not going to say it will, but it should be better for them in the long run. I, I digress. Meaning, because of this loss. They either pick number eight or number nine in the draft. It depends on what the Philadelphia Eagles do against the Washington football team. So you'll know by the time you listen to this, probably. Yeah, more than likely. But the thing that is going 
to there are two things that stand out from this game. Andrew Mason tweeted out the Broncos lost a game where they had the turnover margin won for nothing. They lost a game where they won the turnover margin 4-0. That's talent. <laughs> but as Andrew Mason tweeted, Denver snapped a 62-game league-wide winning streak, including the playoffs, for teams that had four takeaways and zero giveaways. Since the start of the 2018 season, teams with exactly four takeaways and zero turnovers are now 117 and two. Ooh. Who was the, uh, did you, did, did he say who the other team was? I don't want to do that research. I was say, hoping he'd just have it. <laughs> he didn't say who that second team was, but that's not good company. Tell you who, the, and then, tell you who one of the teams is. <laughs> and then the other thing that is going to stand out and it's going to be the talk of the entire off season is what in the effing hell was Vic Fangio doing with that timeout? I, I can tell you, he was playing 3D chess. He was playing 3D chess while the rest of us were playing tiddlywinks. He knew, he knew that if they did not get that two-point conversion that the Broncos would have like the 12th pick in the draft. And if they did pick up that two-point conversion, then the Broncos would have the eighth or ninth pick, as we've said. And so he knew that they weren't going to be able to pick it up if they had to take that penalty. So he called that timeout to make sure they had the right personnel on the field. He, Which makes sense because it, the Raiders had the right personnel on the field. No, no, they didn't. Here, here's what I will say, I, and I'm going to defend Vic Fangio a little bit. That guy is a great defensive coordinator, a great defensive coordinator. They played incredibly well, and yes, I know they gave up 32 points on defense. I get it. You Go ahead, at me. I don't care. They played a great game. Four takeaways. They should have won that game with like ninth stringers. I, I mean, who who was Motley? You you don't know who he is. I said Motley. You said, oh, he played for the. No, you didn't know that until today, until this game, until they played the Raiders. You didn't know who that was. And quite frankly, he played oh, okay, but not great. So what are you want to be mad at Fangio? That's fine. The dude is a great defensive coordinator. That is that I do not think you can argue that. What he isn't good at is clock management. He's not good at game management. And there is something to be said, and we've talked about this in the past, there is something to be said for guys who are really good at being coordinators but just can't make that switch to being a head coach. My fear for Vic Fangio is that he's one of those guys. It's a possibility. And this is the kind of game, this loss to the Raiders, with with poor clock management at the end of the game, this is the kind of game that sort of puts that on display. Does that mean he can't get better? No, of course he can get better. They'll have a whole offseason for him to study scenarios and, and work on those things, or better yet, hire a guy. Dude, hire a guy that is like a clock management guru who follows you around and taps you on the shoulder and says, hey, Vic, call timeout, something. It's Vic Fangio is a great defensive coordinator. I'm just going to leave it at that. Here's the thing. The season was bookended by horrible clock and game management and that loss to the Titans with it happening again against the Las Vegas Raiders. So clearly he's not getting it figured out. He's not getting it figured out. 
And it's the same crap that happened in his first season. So I've seen multiple people say this. 2021 is a make-or-break year for the Denver Broncos. It's John Elway's final year under contract. contract. Mm -hmm. Vic Fangio is going to have a make-or-break year. The thing that is so ironic, and I've said this multiple times on multiple shows, it's a make-or-break year, but you're going to ride it with Drew Locke. I... Do you have the? Tr- I don't know. I mean, I get you. Want, I get the patience aspect of it. I totally get it. But then you throw out it's a make or break year. You can't have it both ways. Like yeah. you can't say you we know have what I to think though. Patient, and it's make or break. I don't think it's a patience. I, I I like where you're going with that, and I definitely think it's something we're gonna we're gonna be sort of pounding throughout the off season as well. But I don't think when you call this a make or break year, it means that you're going to go away from Drew Locke. I think that the three of them are intrinsically tied together. I think that John Elway, Vic Fangio, and Drew Locke are all in the same lifeboat. And they're they're all together in this. And they are either going to sink together and be eaten by the sharks, or they're going to find land and survive in 2021. But the three of them are tied together. And and I say that knowing that there's nobody there to fire John Elway because the ownership situation is so is so crazy that you can't really tell. But if you look at at what what they have done, what the 2017 or 2017, the 2020 season was, it was 17 weeks of a team that had really no identity and and no understanding of of what they needed to do to be successful. John Elway, Vic Fangio, Drew Locke, the three of them are are in a lifeboat together in 2021. And if it sinks, it's because it it's it's all on all of them and they will all be the the culprit of what happens. And and so I actually think that it's it's not so much you're going to go into a make or break season and you're going to rely on Drew Locke. The three of them are relying on each other to get this right. And if one of them fails, they will all fail. I, I really do think that I, I believe that. And this game was a, was a difficult game to watch if you were hoping that they would win. And I think that we all were. Again, I've, I've said this before. I, I know my brain, my brain tells me a loss is the right thing, a loss is the right thing, a loss is the right thing. My heart through that whole game was screaming, go! Because I, I hate the Raiders and I want the Broncos to win that game. And so as that game ended, I was, of course, furious with Vic Fangio, furious with the way that he handled that, furious that they couldn't convert on third downs and that the offense couldn't put up more points, having four takeaways, a plus four in the takeaway department, and you couldn't put up more points. There is no way that game should have been that close. That's that's the frustration there. The game ends, my brain kicks in, and I go, that's probably the best thing that could have happened. They played a tight game with the, with a division rival. Jerry Judy had a bounce back game. Yes, the 92 yard touchdown pass certainly helped. If you take that away, his stats aren't as good. That's fine, but they are what they are. You you only get to be what your numbers say you are. I think that's a a little you know summary of what Bill Parcells said once about your record. And you know it it was again the defense was was destroyed. There were offensive players missing all over the place, and they held their own in an NFL game and and almost won. And again, Jerry Judy with the bounce back game, which I really, really, that that was my key to the game. That's what I wanted. I wanted to see him bounce back, and he did. So, 
And they and they got a better draft pick than they would have if they'd won. I, I, I'm feeling like a winner if I think about it. If I use my heart, it sucks. But if I use my brain, I'm good, man. In terms of that debacle on the two-point conversion, John Gruden told the media after the game, changed our mind three times on the two-point conversion. Fortunately, they used their timeout. Josh Jacobs, we would have been scrambling if they hadn't. I will say, I'm glad you mentioned Jerry Judy because you said on the podcast that you'd like to see him have a bounce back game. I think he did. I think that I, I was so happy to see that for him because he deserved it. I think he is going to be a great player for the Denver Broncos. Not just a great player, a very great player. And I, we now have to ask, is this potentially the last game that Justin Simmons played for the Broncos? Well, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's well, I imagine they'll use the the franchise tag again. You can use it twice. I imagine that they'll do that. And and the way John Elway does things, I also will imagine that he um, will mess around and, and not really offer him a, a contract that he is worth. And so he'll play one, he'll either play one more year under the franchise tag or he'll sit out, which is what a lot of guys do. Uh, and, and we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, it's also uh, potentially the last time you'll see Shelby Harris and you didn't even get to see him. Uh, you know, I mean, there's, there are things uh, that are going to change about this team. That, that, is, that is what we talked about, which is why uh, we talked about the, the idea of momentum being so you need momentum taking you into the offseason. No, you don't, you know, because so many things are going to change in this offseason. So many pieces are going to be moved around. Coaches that won't be back. Tom McMahon, <clears throat> Tom McMahon, special teams coach, will potentially be gone, hopefully be gone that's my that's you know that's that's my broncos wish for the, the offseason I, I feel like i'm i got the low bar there on that too and he could he could go away we'd all be fine but you're you're gonna see things differently in 2021 so yeah this is that was it justin simmons had a nice interception so did kareem jackson uh they both came up pretty big in the game i thought which was great um but it's it's not going to be the same in 2021 I'm not saying the record will be different because I don't know where my confidence level is right now, but just players in general, different coaches, those kinds of things, things are going to look a little different. I will say if they don't extend Justin Simmons, I am not going to be pleased. He's everything that you want in your organization. He is a leader of this organization. He is again, the Walter Payton man of the year candidate for the Denver Broncos. So he's doing it right off the field. He's doing it right on the field. It was an, I mean, you mentioned his pick. He's the only safety in the NFL with multiple picks in each of the last five seasons. If you're not going to extend that, you're not going to extend anything. And if, if Elway doesn't do it, shame on him. And shame on the Broncos for not extending him because he's what you want. And it will, it, it will really tick me off if they do not get him extended and they, if they use the franchise tag again on him, it'll be viewed as an insult by Justin Simmons. And, and there is be. no way he'll be back. No. And you're yeah. right. It should be, it should be viewed as an insult. I, and you know, it's, it's difficult because as we sit here now, uh, end of the season, week 17 is now gone. Denver Broncos are done for the year. We don't have to worry about watching them play football. This is where, this is where it's going to start to get frustrating, right? The, the, this conversation that we're having right now in in a post game podcast where we usually just do some recaps of stats and things like that. Hey, Melvin Gordon played pretty well, that kind of thing. He did play pretty well, by the way. 
we're, we're actually, you know, we're sort of forced to look ahead and go, gosh, I wonder what's going to happen with this or who, you know, what are they going to do with this guy? And the name at the top of everybody's list. And I I really do think if you did a a poll of Broncos country, the name at the top of everybody's list is going to be Justin Simmons. Who, who is the one guy you want them to guarantee that they bring back that they extend? It's, it's Justin Simmons. That's the guy. That's the guy that we are all begging John Elway to throw money at. And I don't purport to be a, a football expert in, in when it comes to salary cap stuff. That's not really my thing, right? I'm not a numbers guy. But I do know what it looks like when someone is by far the most important player on the field and the most important player off the field for your franchise. And Justin Simmons fits that bill in a lot of different ways. And, and I just think that you're absolutely right. It would be a huge mistake. It would be a slap in the face of Justin Simmons. And quite frankly, a slap in the face of, of the Denver Broncos community, the, the Denver community, Colorado Broncos country, whatever you want to call it. It would be a slap in the face to have John Elway fail to keep him around because he is, as we've said in the past, a Pat Bowen Bronco. He is the type of player you want representing your franchise. And if if this game and this season doesn't put that into perspective for you and put that right in the forefront, then you haven't been paying attention. You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.